Thank you, Saint Nick. You done did it again. <laughs> You've given me everything I wanted. <laughs> My mic's too loud here. Yeah, here you got a hot mic there, dude. It is. For once, you're louder than me. It's a crispy boy. There you go. That's better. Yeah, you're you're loud in my in yeah. my deal here. I'm gonna crank myself up on the. Sounds on like the, it's something you just gotta fucking deal with, you know. Oh, thank you, Chris Kringle. Thank Kringle. Thank the Kringle. Miley Cyrus got a new one. Oh, thank Kringle. <laughs> oh my stars! Thank you, Kringle. Oh, thank Krangle. <laughs> oh, man alive. You ever heard a Christmas song? Oh, dude. Well, yeah. yeah. What's your favorite Christmas song? Dude, honestly, it used to be Oh Holy Night, but I think uh I think uh we got a we got a a, a new one rising like a phoenix. Uh, I'll be home for Christmas. It's a great one. It's a good tune. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking like classic, you know, like your grandparents listen to these songs, I'd say I'll be home for Christmas. It's, it's, yeah. Okay. It's on that Christmas is the Rat Pack, so hmm. it's got that it's got that old stink on it. Yeah. You if know. it doesn't have old stink on it, I'm yeah. out. Mothballs, you know. Not gonna participate. Yeah. Cobwebs growing. Tyler played some uh, some kind of modern Christmas playlist the other day. Yeah, I, was I wasn't it. having it. I wasn't having it. My dude didn't like it. He don't. This like dude, it. this guy here, who likes did not new like Christmas it. songs. That's why. That's why nobody can have a, a successful Christmas album nowadays, man. Because seriously, like everybody's like so either burnt out of Christmas songs or they just have. You know, it's 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 a tough hill to climb. You know, I got high standards for it. Yeah, you everybody. Does. I don't even like the Mariah Carey Christmas song. See that one? I think that one sneaks by for me. But that's also the best, the top grossing alt al- Christmas album of all time. You know? Yeah, but I mean, it's not that good. I know. I know. It doesn't got that much cheer. Like you know literally I mean? watching that. You know, I love love actually great Christmas flick. One of my favorite Christmas flicks. And mm-hmm. like when they sing that, when the kids sing that song and they do that diva style singing, it just, it's so cringeworthy to me. It's just like, ugh. Are you <laughs> telling me that you watch kids sing and you cringe? I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> like stupid kids, chuck your dreams in the trash. No, it's it's not like that. It's more like the like, I, I just said it, it's like the diva singing. Yeah, I'm just not into that, you know? Especially for girl singers, like it's it's like it doesn't interest me anymore. It's just it's so overdone, and I don't know, it just bugs me. So, Dang, man. but I mean, it's it's hard to write like a modern Christmas song that's actually pretty decent. You know, it's hard. I don't know if I love. I don't know if I love a Christmas song made after 1970. Honestly, wow, I not mean, a single one, the- eh? Well, okay. You I don't even like my- Michael Bubble? He pretty much sounds like Frank Sinatra, you know? <laughs> nah, he sounds like a he sounds like the Kmart uh Sinatra. Yeah, he? he's the blue light special Sinatra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I like kind of like that Maka song, uh, the the Paul McCartney song. Maka song. Maka. I, I, I apparently nobody. Oh, nobody simply knows. having yeah, wonderful like Christmas time. Apparently that nobody or? knows knows that nickname for him. Maka. Yeah. Yeah. I hear I hear it all the time on like British uh, British like panel show kind of things. So I just assumed it was. And like, they're referring to Paul McCartney. Yeah. When they say Maka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no. I wouldn't. It must be a British thing. I watched a ton of, especially this year, I've watched like a ton of British TV. Yeah. And I just kept hearing it that way. So I just started saying it. Cool guy alert here. You know? (laughs) I think that, I think you talk about cringe. I think we've reached cringe. You know what I mean? (laughs) I pretty much only watch British panel shows. So I think if you want to cringe, I'm your guy. (laughs) (laughs) Just cool guy stuff. Um, Man. Yeah. No, I didn't mean to take the one out of your sales. I've never heard him talk called Maka. I don't know. Does it stand for something? Is it like an acronym for something? M- McCartney. Oh, like yeah. Oh, just oh. abbreviated. Dude, mm-hmm. I would have never even put that together. Yeah. Wow. You just stop short of saying his name. Yeah. I Because I imagine Maka like M-A-K-A, not M-A-C-A, which would be which would make a lot of sense. Probably works a lot better if you are British and you say it. You know sure. I mean? Kind of like how we Which can't. I'm not. We can't really say bollocks, you know, without sound being like. Fuck well, you, if we man. say it, we just sound so stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. Unbelievably stupid. Yeah, unbelievably stupid. And that apparently is worse than fuck over there. Bollocks is like yeah, the the big the big that. guy. That's the big cheese. That's the the big cuss I, word. I've I've certainly heard that, but I don't. I'm not. You don't know if I you believe it. I've never actually asked. Uh, I have some friends in the who live in the UK. I could ask them. I just don't. I, don't I do know. too. I, but I, seems, I, I, I'd feel like kind of like a tool if I was just like, it, yeah. It seems. Hey, like is it bollocks? Cool. Like worse than fuck? You know what I mean? Like, and it sounds like something like, did you learn that in like, you know? Yeah. Did you what did you learn that in swing set? Did you learn that in primary school? <laughs> yeah. It just seems. It seems stupid. It seems like a stupid thing to ask somebody. So I'm just I'm gonna be resigned to just not knowing and not caring. Yeah, know. it's not really like worth. I just find that like most uh most uh profanity as we would kind of consider it is like kind of not super taboo there. Yeah. Um. Like nothing well, really like, is over there. You know, nothing really is. I like, think there's there's plenty of taboo stuff. It's just not like I think like like coarse language and stuff is well it's just i think viewed a little bit differently it's kind of par um, for the course isn't it you know like, yeah most most tv that you watch right like if you if you get into watching british tv it's not censored almost ever which i think is good i just think that's the way things should be mm-hmm. um you know so whatever wait let's talk uh, i dude i could seriously i've been so into the british tv thing this year like i kind of has gone in waves but it's been uh it's really been nice nice to just get out of the um i don't know man sometimes you just need a break and you need to break from like the normal and like we all it, it's it's the weird like american zeitgeist thing where everyone kind of gets into the same shows and the same thing and and whatever and so sometimes i just need to like like uh you know check out from that a little bit and just do i think we could all use that right now dude i mean dude honestly you know you want to know 
uh, what's, I feel like you can relate to this, but you what, what I've been watching, I haven't had a lot of free time in general right now. Cause I mean, this mm-hmm. is kind of a time of year that gets really busy for me. Like as I'm trying to usually trying to wrap some stuff up before the end of the year and I usually fail <laughs> and stuff goes into the next year, but I, I try. Yeah. Um, so I get really busy and, um, so there's TV shows I want to watch. There's stuff I want to watch. There's video games I want to play. There's all kinds of leisure things I want to do. Um, but what I have been doing with my free time is mostly just like watching like uh, like rom coms and stuff. Just super saccharine, like <laughs> like mostly '90s ones. Any Freddie Prince ones? I'm you just said '90s. No. So you had to have right. No, I don't. I find the stuff he's in to be kind of intolerable too pandering too like i mean it's like i what did i watch the other night uh one that i had never seen before i watched one called while you were sleeping you ever seen that one Mm-mm. uh with sandy bullock who sandy what a smoke sandy, show sandy, sandy was. bullock and bill pullman <laughs> actually i shouldn't say was sandy sandy bullock is still a smoke show yeah i i i don't know what she's up to nowadays she's still banging man she still looks good she's she's still doing it she's cool, keeping man. it tight uh that movie was actually really cool i liked it a lot i i don't know that it's a great movie um i hate that great... i just said that she was super hot that makes me sound like a tool but i mean she's a really good actor i really like her a lot of her movies so it's not I just that she's really pretty. That. I don't know that I'm a big fan. I loved Gravity. Uh, I thought Gravity was great. Oh yeah, Gravity's good for sure. Um, she's in, she's in a lot of like thrillers back in like the early 2000s that I really liked. Gotcha. Once one, one can... of the rom coms she was in that I really dug, even though it's like kind of a guilty pleasure, was Forces of Nature. I thought that movie was pretty good. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't with seen Affleck. That. Um, gotcha. And I then seen that. She was in one but, where she was like an alcoholic, and she had to go to rehab. Yeah, that one. Was I've good. seen that one. That one's yeah. That one is called uh, well, what is it called? Nine ninety days or something like. Yeah, that. something like thirty days, some, sixty 30 days, days, thirty days, sixty some, days, ninety. It's some number. I've seen that movie twice. Tw- I think twenty-eight days. I think it's what it's twenty-eight called. days. It not twenty-eight days later. Twenty-eight days. Twenty-eight days. Am I right? Am I right? I think I'm. Yeah, right. I think you are right. I'm not going to look it up because this is. Was it because life is more fun if you just don't? Wait, is while you were speaking the one where she like? No, I'm thinking of Demi Moore. Never mind. It's while while you were sleeping, yeah, it's, on it's not the one where the, like the rich guy pays to fuck the other dude's wife or something like that, <laughs> and she takes it. She takes uh, the money. I think that's Demi no. Moore. What is that? You know I what I'm know. talking about? It's like it's it's man. I that's not again. It's made me sound like a huge fucking. <laughs> There's a movie, I guess, with Sandy Bullock Dang, or dude. Demi Moore, whichever one that where they take money, and I'm pretty sure it's Demi Moore. So I'm d- just forget I said anything. Anyway, uh, while All you're right. sli- while you're sleeping, <laughs> give me the premise, or give me uh, your two cents on the movie. Sandy Bullock is, uh, well, she's confusingly. This is the this this is it starts off in a position where you're like, nah, I don't really believe this. Uh, she's a she's a she takes she takes the coins at a at a at, she's in, she lives in Chicago. She takes the coins at the at the L train station. Okay, so um, she's, she's the coin little, the coin coin handler. Yeah, <laughs> she's the coinist <laughs> <laughs> for the transportation department. 
<laughs> and she's like, <laughs> she's a coinist. She's and the she's, coinist. <laughs> she's a, a a passionate observer of a well dressed businessman, and uh, she's sort of developed a little bit of an obsession with this one guy, and then uh, she has to work on uh, Thanksgiving, I believe mm-hmm. is. It's or it's either Thanksgiving or Christmas. I don't remember. I think it's Thanksgiving, and <clears throat> and uh, basically he gets mugged like outside of her like little little uh, little booth, right? Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he's sort of tossed upon the tracks, and she uh, saves his life from a. But she's obsessed with them. Well, she yeah, she's just like like I said. Uh, uh, she sees him every day. He rides the train or whatever. Okay, well, n- not so, necessarily an obsession, just more of an. Uh, she has a. But has she, a there's a monologue. You know, there's a there's an overdubbed monologue. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know what I mean? We yeah. we get we get the scoop. Yeah, she's yeah. really into this guy. Yeah. And but they never really they've never really spoken. She saves his life, mm-hmm. and then they rush him to the hospital. But he's in a coma. And she wants to like see. Uh, she wants to like make sure he's okay. So she says something like, "That's my husband," or "That's my fiance." I think is what she says, mm. like kind of under her breath. And then one of the nurses hears and is like, "Oh, okay," and then brings her in there. And then the family comes in, and they're like, "Who are you?" And then the nurse introduces her as the fiance, and then she never. Um, you know, because it's a movie and we got to have a plot, she doesn't correct anyone. And then so there, here's a, a guy in a coma that she's never spoken to really other than, you know, a colloquial greeting. Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then the family kind of like really like falls in love with her and, you know, yada, 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 yada. But here you want to know the twist. You want to mm-hmm. know what's coming. So mm-hmm. that's you know we got the setup, the first ten pages of the script, yada yada. Yeah, spoilers uh, by the way, act, guys. Act spoilers. Full spoilers. This is what this podcast is going to be now. Just <laughs> for the record, spoilers. Just me recapping uh, movies, rom coms. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, you know, basically, we find out in the beginning of Act Two that there's the guy who's in a coma has a brother and the brother's very suspicious of Sandy Bullock's character. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of like, you know, trying to figure out what's going on and, uh, you know, antics. Um, wait, so the family doesn't correct her. They're not like, Hey, the family doesn't know. Cause they, oh. they're essentially estranged from this guy. Got it. Cause he's okay. like super successful lawyer guy. Whatever. Sure. Okay. Um, He's played by uh, uh, Bill Pullman. No, no, no. He, the the guy in the coma is played by the the what's the dad's name? What's the the dad from the OC? Sandy you know Cohen. I mean? <laughs> yes. No, that's yeah, that's him. I don't know what it, what his actual name is, but it's Sandy Cohen and in, in the yeah OC. from the OC. But you you know who the, like I mean, bushy eyebrows. Much, yeah, yeah, yeah. But much younger, so he's very kind of like good uh, looking, handsome, handsome guy. He still was um, man. He's 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 Silver Fox for sure. He's just got sure. big old no, bushy no. eyebrows. But anyway, all that to say, she ends up falling for the guy in the coma, falling for the brother, Bill Pullman's character, over the course of these, like, you know, events while the other guy was sleeping, right? Yeah. You get it? Yeah. You get how the movie works? 
And then the guy wakes up because that's how movies work. And then, <laughs> and then the family loves her so much that they convince him that he has to propose to her, even though he doesn't even know who she is. Yeah. But they they've convinced him that he has amnesia, that he doesn't remember her. Yeah. And they're like, "You have to propose." She's like the most amazing person, and we love our family loves her so much, and you can't let her go, and yada yada. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, it all comes crashing down as mm-hmm. it's as it is wont to do. Yeah. In such a movie. And guess what? They uh, uh, Bill Pullman and Sandy Bullock get together in the end. Oh no way! It's real sweet. Oh. And you know what? That hour forty is a real good escape from the reality <laughs> that is twenty twenty. <laughs> oh, remember the days when we could just really dwell on a fucking shitty rom or a halfway decent rom com. Dude, I watched. Uh, I've watched. Uh, You've got mail three times this year. Dude, that's terrible. <laughs> And that's not even a that's good That's my movie. nightmare because I had an ex-girlfriend who would put that movie on for her dogs. Yeah, every, that's totally a dog movie. <laughs> every day, like when we left. And then when I'd come in, it would be paying on a loop. Dude, here's the thing. To calm her dogs down. I, I can't defend that movie. Mm-mm. I, on paper, do not like that movie. But I love that movie. <laughs> and I don't know why. I shouldn't like it. See, I'm like that with like a couple of them, but I would I would prefer like Sleepless in Seattle or something like that. Which I also yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, they're both Nora Ephron movies, mm-hmm. right? Um, dude, I just I really really like. You've got uh, mail. You've got mail. I really like it. I love I don't, Dave Chappelle's like like secondary he, character part. He's it's just awesome. like a guy. He's just like a <laughs> the friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks is like his characters shouldn't be likable at all. I think that's why I'm drawn to the movie because like on paper I shouldn't like it, but I do find it like super. It's just such escapism. Mm. I just and also I'm such a sucker for uh, New York. Uh, yeah, movies. I good really good old fashioned like 80s 90s like New York mm-hmm. movies. Just when you see the city and it's grimy and I love but it's it. Like it's like it's like fake. It's not even grimy. It's kind of just like weirdly polished and nice, and like everyone's like has like big personalities and stuff. I yeah, know, I just yeah. I'm so I'm addicted to that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know, man. But that's been my escapism this year, really. I've watched like well, I watched a lot of Tom Hanks movies. Yeah, I watched all the Tom Hanks like rom coms this year. Oh, they're great. I we, Jerry yeah. saw. Uh, what did we watch the other day? We watched, uh, oh, it's not a rom-com, but she had never seen Castaway. And I was like, That's dude, a great movie. Dude, you want to cry? Let's do this. You know, yeah. I was like, you want to cry about a fucking volleyball? And she's like, what? And I was like, you'll learn later. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like after saying all this, I feel like somebody who doesn't know me or doesn't uh, is just going to think that I just like the worst. Dude, he's got the worst taste in movies and music (laughs) and just life choices. Nate, Nate is just... I feel like this is just me, like this is, you know, like I don't have any guilty pleasures in music for sure. No. Zero. But maybe movies. Like maybe these not like 90s rom-coms, especially like early 90s and late 80s and stuff. There's nothing wrong with that, man. That's kind of a guilty pleasure for sure. I'm definitely guilty. I feel Just enjoy it, man. I do. I I really, no, I really do enjoy it. But what I just, man, I just, 
I like cool movies, guys. Yeah, I do too, but I mean, I'm with you there, man. You know me. I'm the me. kind of guy that, that bashes all the Marvel movies, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, Those are too pedestrian for me. But I'm not going to lie to you, dude. Right I'm not going to lie to you, dude. Like, I was caught up in the hype with them as well. Or, or, or not as well. I was caught up in They're the hype. Terrible. I watched They're them recently. Stupid. It's hard to watch for me. They do. It's they hard to watch. Aged well. They're not good movies, dude. They're just bad. Like the like. Some of them don't even have a fucking plot. It's just like, look at me in this cool stuff. They're going as on. bad, if it, not worse, than You've Got Mail. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't watch You Got Mail because of that one. Because I have a personal, you know, thing where it was like it became my least favorite movie of all time. Because okay, this of is that. gonna be the last thing we say about rom coms and or You've Got Mail, but. I just want to say this. I love the one of the things I love about that movie is like that it's right like at the kind of birth of a of the uh, social if you can even call email social media but I, I guess we're going to call it that because that's like it's socializing via technology, right? Right. And it's at the like periphery of that and I find that to just be the most <laughs> bizarre like it's just this weirdly idealistic idea of what like technology and email and and everything it's yeah, just the, an, the true it's story like of that is like optimism for yeah, a world that never gonna exist yeah the true story of that would be like she ends up finding some serial rapist or whatever like online. <laughs> you know more, what I mean? more, more more likely than that would be just that she ends up getting harassed online right <laughs> like constantly you know i mean like i'm not even gonna go as far as to say it's like that sinister mm-hmm. it's just yeah we we know better now and also like just that the premise of that movie is like the wet dream of like 80s conservative conservative like idealism right that yeah. like you know, well, it's okay that the mom and pop store gets shut down because <laughs> she ends up with the capitalists, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> basically uh, Borders executive, you know, Borders is like the simulacrum for Fox books or whatever in the movie. You know? Yeah. Whatever. Let's be done talking about it because. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, it makes me honestly. I just want to go home and watch it. Yeah, dude. Let's so uh, let's flip that, and uh, we're not even gonna start. Let's flip it to uh, some man shit. I got two bucks, man. Knocked them down. First time ever shooting a deer, and I shot two of them this year. Well, you didn't just knock them down, right? You killed them to I death. I killed right? them to death, and I had my Yikes. arms in their guts, pulling it out. Wow. It's pretty gross. Like immediately and after they died. Yeah. Well, not not immediately. You wait like about a half hour, twenty minutes to a half hour. No, I was thinking maybe like the ten seconds after you hit them. I mean, you their blood's still warm. It's kind of it's still very gross. Ew. Yeah, dude, it's really gross. Gosh. And the one thing I realized is I uh, at least I know I'm not a sociopath because I was wincing a little bit when I was doing this stuff. I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> but you didn't derive some sick pleasure. Yeah, opening day, my dad shot immediately, like within the first hour of opening day, shot a five point, and uh, he was all bummed because he was like, I should have let that one slide and go to you and stuff, and I was like, dude, with deer, you never know, they, you probably would never see that again, and then uh, immediately a spike came in came in uh, to my like by my blind, and I knocked him down, 
And that was my first one. And then uh, but pretty much the last day of hunting, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit out all day. You guys, my dad didn't want to hunt anymore. So I was, he was he went into town and I was just out in the woods all day. And uh, I finished Dune. Um, I sat there. I only had one doe come in. And then she came back and she started pissing and shitting like a fucking fire hydrant, man. Just all over. I could see, literally physically see it. And she was 80 yards away and I could still see her peeing all over everything. And I was like, that's a great sign because she's laying her scent. And then I saw this little buck come in and I was like, if he has two forks, I'm knocking him down. You know what I mean? It's my first year and getting anything. So I was like, I'm not leaving anything to chance. And then I saw him scurry into the woods and I was like, oh, shit. Then sure as shit, man, the seven pointer just boom, 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 broadside right on me. And I just I I didn't wait for any hesitate or anything. I just knocked him down. Um, and he ended up being a pretty, pretty close to being like a pretty big trophy buck. So it was pretty surreal, but, uh, yeah, man, I had a really good year and I have plenty of meat if you want any, but that's my man story. Is that innuendo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got plenty of meat okay. for you. <laughs> All right. Just, uh, yeah. No, I legitimately am like swimming in meat. Like I literally have a ton of venison now cause I have two two deers worth so swimming in meat swimming in meat uh i got like four different types of jerky i got uh 20 sticks of like summer sausage which is really good with like cheese and crackers um and then i got loins and uh hamburger so i'll be bringing meat down when i come see you in the next couple months so there you go man Dying, happy dude. happy season to me man i i was i was so freaking stoked you should have heard me dude i was like screaming in the woods and shit <laughs> i just couldn't believe it dude i believe that yeah yeah i was going nuts so um 18 years of hunting and i finally got two of them so i finally contributed heck yeah yeah man it was it was awesome and then like like i said last episode i finally got a chance to hunt and actually be at camp for a like we were there for a week and a half almost two weeks and uh played cards every night drank beer shot the shit with my dad and his best friend and it was great it was a good little getaway so yeah dang dude yeah yes sir yeah dude i was pumped Hey guys, welcome to Sultans of Slap, and uh, we got some uh, we got some tunes for you. And I got one that I actually heard at Deer Camp, and I forgot about it. So let me know when you're ready. <laughs> you ready, bro? Oh, you're gonna have to lay it on me, dude. You ready for the hurricane? All right, it's gonna be uh, the band is called the Tubes. Whoa, the, the Tubes. Huh? And the name of the song is She's a Beauty. <laughs> okay. Count me down, dude. All right, buddy. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, play.
for the solo at the end, man. Baseline, dude. Dude, it slams. <laughs> it slams. Dude, that, uh, dude. that freaking, like, those freaking pinch harmonics are just like that unnecessary guitar line, dude. Just like, what? Dude, it slams. It slams, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it ha- yeah, it happens. <laughs> it's something else, isn't it? Dude, That's I just love else. it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I mean, I know you do. I can't help it, man. I love that shit, dude. It just amps me up, man. I know you do, man. Oh, That's dude, cool. I know I know you don't like it, but... <laughs> uh, it's not that I don't like it, it's just... <laughs> yeah, that... Oh, dude. I I, I'm not gonna say it's not a good song, I just... I mean, man, I just feel like I heard... I heard a lot of songs that do that thing. Oh, yeah. It reminded probably, me a lot. Probably of, some songs that I've heard do that thing better. That's the ah that's my main. okay. I Again, mean, though, I, dude, it's like the same thing with Boston. Remember that comparison I made with Boston, where it's like, yeah, man, Boston couldn't they couldn't you know replicate that live, but you still love that fucking record, don't you? I'm not. I'm not. I don't have it. I'm not saying anything about live. What yeah, are we yeah. talking about? I'll, so this no, is I mean, 83, I'll, okay. It came out 83. Just this type of 80s pop thing is like, it's tough. I mean, it's tough just because like, it's not my, the stylistically, it's not, doesn't super appeal to me. Like, right. And we've talked about songs from that era and of that genre that I do really like. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, I'm really selective just because... Uh, just because, I, yeah, it's just it's not my favorite thing. So it's like you know when we talk about Tears for Fears or right, um, you know, or like you know, something like. La- but I don't later, even know if like I would disintegration. Were you, were you not a, mode? Yeah, were you not a big uh, Tears for Fears guy? Did you like Tears for Fears? No, I mean I'm saying like they have some great. <laughs> oh, okay, songs, got, got it, got it. And it's like that's the kind of some of the best stuff, or like some of the songs that we really like uh, that we talked about, like Go West. Mm-hmm. Right, we've had that. That's on the what show. I was gonna say. It reminded me a lot of Go West, but I just like it less than that. Than Go West, yeah. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> but, but maybe uh, I don't know anything about this band, so Dude, maybe you, you don't you need you to. Edu- oh, okay. Oh yeah, no, I'll educate you. Yeah, maybe give me an education. The tubes. Yeah. Honestly, I just heard it and I was like, "Fuck, dude, that solo and <laughs> it's just like so unnecessary." I love it. <laughs> Uh, San Francisco based. Uh, I don't know how, know how to pronounce this word, dude. E p o n y m o u s. Eponius. Eponymous. Man, you're doing it. You're getting there. Uh, 1975 debut album included the single "White Punks on Dope." <laughs> Their 1983 single "She's a Beauty" was a top ten. U.S. hit, and its music video was frequently played in the early days of MTV. Did not know that. Ben also performed in the 1980 film Xandu, singing the rock portion of the cross-genre song Dancing, opposite a big band. Tubes formed, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, one-hit wonder type of thing. Um, I mean, they look pretty badass. Almost... <laughs> <laughs> that, might, that might be super cool. This dude's, I, like, this dude's wearing just some leather chaps, but he also kind of looks like Johnny Rotten. It's really weird. Um, 
Yeah, I would say glam rock. They say it says genres hard rock, art rock, proto punk, glam rock. I'd say glam rock is what I'm leaving leaning a lot towards. But yeah, man. Just an eighties band. Uh you gotta hear these lyrics, man. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tubes. Don't leave me. Don't leave me in suspense. She's beautiful. You know this is my favorite part of the show. You got oh, I know. This is Nate's favorite part of the show, dude. He loves it's it. So it's always so right. interesting. Step right up and don't be shy because you will not believe your eyes. She's right be right here behind the glass, and you're gonna like her because she's got class. You can look inside another world. You get to talk to a pretty girl. She's everything you dream about, but don't fall in love. She's a beauty. She's one in a million girls. Why would I lie? Uh, you say, you can say anything you like, but you can't touch the merchandise. <laughs> Jesus. Seems kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah. Like the whole song. Right? She'll give you every penny's worth, but it will cost you a dollar first. Uh, you can step inside your little world. You can talk to a pretty girl. She's everything you dream about, but don't fall in love. She's a beauty. She's one in a million. Uh, but don't fall in, uh, fall in love, and he goes, because if you do, then you find out she don't love you. <laughs> She's one in a million, Dang. girls. Yeah, that's it. And then it just repeats. Okay. I thought it was interesting because it was like, don't fall in love, though. It was, it was you know, it's more of a it's, cautionary it's tale. It's tongue-in-cheek, right? It's kind of yeah, yeah. like, a, it's a play, right? Yeah. It's, it's kind of clever. Uh, I dig that. That I like. That's probably my favorite part about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it's kind of like a little bit of a, a nod and a wink and, you know. Yeah. But don't I fall in love. Usually, though, like back then, it was like it was I all never about, did. Like, it was all about the falling in love part. But then this one, they're like, "Don't do it." That's Cautionary it tale. Like a, a well, it's kind of like a play on the whole right on the love song thing, right? Yeah, it's cool, my man. Yeah, I dig it. I say she slaps. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You're gonna disagree. Uh, respectfully say, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I think I've said this before, but I'm gonna say it again. I could see this joint slapping big time. You mm-hmm. put it in the right context. Yeah. You know, movie situation, whatever. It looks like it belongs in Can't Buy Me Love. You know what I mean? Straight up. This is like speaking of rom coms. Like Ten years before that, Can't Be My Love is like nineties, isn't it? No, it's eighties, bro. That's early eighties. Well, I'd say mid '80s, mid to late '80s. You can look it up if you want. You got the internet box. What? Definitely wasn't I'm... a '90s movie, though. I guarantee you that. Uh, wait, who is in that one? Uh Sean Penn. Sean Penn and uh, I think that's the only big name. Sean Penn. Uh, which one am I thinking of? <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking of. Which one am I thinking of that has uh? Shoot, I'm thinking of a totally different movie. You're thinking uh, of She's All That? <laughs> nope, I'm thinking of Can't Hardly Wait. Oh, also a great flick. But that is 90s. Yes, that is. And also a early look at Jason Segel, which I would surprise me, but he's in there. Is he he's in like, that movie? He's a stoner, like in just in the, like he has like three lines or three or four lines. Oh, but he just dang. plays a stoner. This is a pretty good... Uh... <laughs> This is a pretty good trash movie, honestly. Can't buy me or can't can't hardly can't, wait, dude. I love I that know, movie. I don't know if I've ever seen Can't Buy Me Love. To be honest with you, really, dude. 
with your wife? Really? Really? Oh, my wife has seen it. With your wife, dude? I know your wife has seen that shit. My wife is cuckoo for Coca Cola for that. I'm texting her and I'm going to be like, Nate needs an education. Yeah, show them, show I just them. don't think I've ever seen it. It's a good one, man. It's a really good one. It's classic '80s like high school movie. Nerd I've seen gets, a lot. Nerd gets we've the watched, girl type of thing. We've watched a lot of uh, like '80s rom coms together. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know that that's one of. He's them. He's like a. He cuts her lawn. She's like the popular girl, and he's like the nerdy guy. Done. Done. Ring a bell. Oh man, he tries to buy her. Buy her like, like basically approval. Um. It's a good one. That doesn't happen. Watch it. Nah, no, it doesn't. It's it's. it's... <laughs> that doesn't happen in real life. No, it does not. It's never happened. No, it does not. It has never happened. That is. What the... songs did we do last time? <laughs> we did. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to the list. I'm Go to the, to the list, list, man. I is it, it is there. it in order? Yeah, yeah, it's in order. Ooh, did... I did the. I did Swedish band Kent. Yeah, Lifesavers, which was awesome. It's a great one. That one got me amped, dude. I was listening to that the other day. That's a cool record. It's a good one. That's also, a cool it's a cool guy record, you told me, so. It is a cool guy record, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a couple, yeah. Like I said, this is a that's like a record store record. Be like, you guys got any Kent? <laughs> you, you guys got any Kent? You got to get that, like, upper lip, like, up higher. Yeah, it's you guys got You guys got any Kent? You guys got any Kent? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just watched High Fidelity too, and that was that's what okay. it reminds me. Of. I also watched that like three weeks ago. Awesome movie, awesome movie. Dude, my, the my favorite breakup movie of all time. Like, if I have a harsh breakup, that's like the, the my first the, the first. The one funny I thing is, uh, uh, um, oh, why am I blanking on his name? The main dude, um, Cusack. John Cusack. Yeah. Cusack is completely unlikable in that yeah, movie. Yeah, he's yeah, just a. You should bag. hate him. He's kind of a shithead. He's yeah. the worst. I like he's the awful. I like the like super quiet guy that's like always like, you know, I got that uh the B side one. I'll put it on a tape for you. <laughs> he's yeah, so nice. I do. I do he's love so that nice. guy. That that it's funny. He looks like Moby. It, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It ages in such a weird way because there, there's at one point in the movie he's like talking about Green Day and like obviously Green Day now has like become this huge mainstream right like rock. But pop back then band. they weren't. Yeah, back then they were just like a punk rock band. Right. So it would have been kind of cool to talk about Green Day in a record store. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that that was like, oh gosh, I I don't think they anyone would have predicted that, right? No, you no, know? no, and also like uh, I love. Jack Black's character in that in that movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I certainly see a little bit of myself in that. Yeah, like ostentatious music snob, crazy, yeah, record store vagabond kind of character. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I don't connect with any of the characters, but I still love that movie. It's a very much like a very easy movie to watch to be to kind of get over somebody. It is a I, great movie. It's like I don't think you come out of that movie like really like rooting for a lot of people. Mm-mm. You don't really you're not really rooting for anyone, right? Yeah. Also I didn't feel that way. Yeah. No, I I I just the whole time I just wanted to pinch that that bald Moby looking guy's cheek and just be like, <laughs> you can make me a tape, buddy. <laughs> He's so cute. He's so adorable. Do you know what I'm talking about? Dude, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm so there with Dude, he I'm, I'm, like the whole time I'm just like, "Oh, buddy." Cuz they're all shitting on him and he, he's like, "Dude, he's so nice." Like, why wouldn't you you know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. He's so nice. Why would you be a dick? So that's a yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. You made a good point. Anyway. Go watch that movie. Go it's watch High Fidelity. Anywhere. Where it's, did you watch it? Yeah, it is. It's on now? Amazon now. Mm, cool. Yeah, when I watched it, well, maybe it was more than three weeks ago, but when I watched it, I had to, I just was itching to watch it and I rented it off of iTunes or whatever. Nice. Apple TV. It could have been, it could have been on HBO because I had mm. the HBO thing on my Amazon. I have, I'm not, this is going to sound stupid and like brag, but I've got them all and it wasn't on there. <laughs> Hey man, it's on there. Dude. I got them all. It's on there. Dude. I got them all. It's on. Maybe Amazon. I'll watch it again. It's on. Amazon. Maybe I'll watch it again. Maybe I'll watch it again. I'll probably watch it tonight after I get off there. Dude, you just watched it. I know it's great though. That's true. I got to pick a song. Oh, Catherine Zeta Jones was another big name that was on that on that one. Krangle. Krangle. Oh, Kringle. Catherine Zeta-Jones. What she do I pick? beneath lasers. There's so, I made this playlist. We were playing uh, my, oh. my co-studio owner and good friend Goldman, Matt Goldman, and I played a board game the other day. And I made the a three-hour playlist of, of music, and uh, those are, these are all good songs. We could talk about any of them, and most of them we haven't talked about, and I'm like looking through it, and I'm like, oh, man. Dude, the one the the last couple that you've shown me that I've been really stoked on was Butoid Man and uh, Kent. Yeah, Butoid Man is so awesome. Oh yeah. Um, dude, I feel like I want to pick something you don't know. I'm I'm like racking my brain to think like, have I showed you this? Have I showed you this? This and this. And don't this. do that. Just just pick a cool one then. Because <laughs> uh, I can't. The problem with with that is I can't. Because you show me most of this shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's why I have to go to these eighty songs that you don't like. Like, like, literally, I can't surprise you. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of sucks. <laughs> I feel like you have before. You just got to work a couple harder. times. Yeah, I, I have the harder the harder job. The cult. I showed you the cult. I think. Yeah. Uh huh. You do. You then, showed me the rocker. And then, yeah, and the rocker. Yeah, that's and, a big deal. And Goldman was stoked on it, so that made me happy. Um, I think the cult. He was like, "Do you like this stuff?" Oh, <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. all right, all right. I'm gonna pick a song. I got a, a zillion to pick from right now, but I'm gonna pick a song that has been ugh, so constantly in my rotation of listening in the last like year plus year and a half sure i've listened to it just so much um and i'm still enamored with this song (coughs) it's called uh it's by the band big thief oh hell yeah dude it's a song called jenny you know this song I think so. I'm looking to see which one it's on. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the band that actually you didn't actually. Paul Dano recommended Big Thief to me. Yeah, um, the uh, Paul and that's Dano. what I was saying. I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to pick one you don't necessarily know, but I do feel like no, it's okay. I'm down. Don't know if you don't know this song. This band is awesome. So good. All right, so. Let's jam this song. All right. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> Thank you. 
Jenny is in my room. That's such a good band, dude. <laughs> I love this record so it's, much. It's incredible. That's and the lo- that's and that's the like. I asked Dano. I was like, "What? What's which one's the one?" And that's the one he recommended. Nice. He was like, "Yeah, yeah. that." That he goes, "My wife and I can't get enough of this shit." And they put like, out uh, two <clears throat> records last year. Uh, UFOF, which is what we were just listening to, mm-hmm. and then um, a record called Two Hands, which has like another one of my it's favorite great. songs of the year, which is called Not, which is like an amazing song. It's great. Um, this song is unbelievable. Uh, I'm such a sucker for. Well, I mean, essentially, this band, this band really covers a lot of ground musically. They don't necessarily always sound the same. This is this is like a slowcore song. This is like a bedhead or Pedro the Lion or or even uh, that uh, low, low low which I yeah, had on the show. I was yeah. gonna say low. Yeah, it's very similar. I'm I'm way into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, because I keep pitching it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's just something so like uh, I don't know. It's just so such beautiful. There's and something to say about like yeah, music, it, you know. and it's it's repetitive. Mm-hmm. It's there, you know, you know me. I'm I love like this stuff like very much so, and I I love it. There's something to say about it where it's like it's usually upon first listen, you're like oh, okay, you know, and then it's like when you delve into it and you get into that groove, it kind of lulls you into this like different you know, level of listening, I think, you know, where you're like paying attention to a little bit more upon I mean, I'll be listen. honest with you. The first time I heard this song, I was like, this is the best song. Ever. I, I love like, this band. So the first time I heard the record, I was like uh, all the way through, but I couldn't tell you any of the song names. Cause I usually, I'll just throw it on and I'll keep it on. And then it'll yeah. go to the next not, record. And I'm like, oh, I'm not I guess a I'm cool. I'm not even cool. Like this, this song was probably the first big thief song i've ever heard i ever heard so i'm like really new to the band yeah um and yeah someone showed me this i think it was tyler actually i think he showed me this song and he was like dude you heard this and because i i was i have a, an awareness of the band i knew that the band was like doing really well and and they they had new stuff out but i never listened to them mm-hmm. and yeah i was just like i heard it and i was like oh i get it the funny thing is, the record really isn't like this, but, you know. Yeah. Um, it's a great record. I'm not... I love the record kind of equally. There's a lot of awesome stuff on it. Capacity's um, they, great, too. I mean, like, yeah, they're all pretty, pretty They cover pretty a lot on this record, like I kind of alluded to. Um, they... Yeah, dude, there's, like, so much goodies on this thing. It's worth it's worth worth listening to. This is I a will, band I would really love to see live. Very yeah, much. Yeah, me too. Um so can we just get <laughs> this fucking shit over can with we, so we can, can we go back to that world? Uh, I'd like to go on tour again, honestly. I, I would love to play a show. Same. I played I played three shows in twenty twenty. That's yep. pretty sad to me. Ultimately that's yep. not really my my plan. I had three cancel on me already. I'm going to rattle off these lyrics to you. Let's hear it, man. Wait on me. Verse one, too hot to breathe. That's, they sing that thrice. Chorus, Jenny's in my room. 
<laughs> they sing that thrice as well. Verse two. Her skin so bare, the fragrant air, her vacant eye. Chorus again, Jenny's in my room. Verse three, the signal swarms, the portal forms, she calls me through, and Jenny's in my room, I don't know, another 12 times, something like that. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, re- I love uh, uh, her lyrics are unbelievable. What I mean, this song is really simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this song is also really effective. I think it's like a- incredibly evocative and it's one of those like sometimes like, it's just what you don't say that kind of it know. works. I mean, to me, this song is like super vivid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not saying a lot, but it's like the the image that is conjured in my head is like very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, what what is what's the image that comes in your head? I don't I don't want to put it out into anyone. <laughs> uh, well, I don't want to speak any evil. Here, so no, 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 it's not that. I don't want to interpret for anyone else. Mm. Like that's to me, that's the best thing about uh, like music that has room for interpretation or whatever. Is that everyone gets an opportunity to like absorb it their own way. Mm-hmm. I think that's super important. Um, that's why super on the nose music uh, uh, lyrics and stuff can be really frustrating because. As an artist, you can be really clear and direct, but sometimes as a listener, um, there's you can be putting up a barrier between you and listener. Not all the time. Sometimes like a really direct and honest song is like what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I like I said, I would I would say of the song Not, which is on their following record is lyrically probably one of my favorite songs in the last decade. And it's like, if <laughs> it's kind of like a Flannery O'Connor wrote, like, you know, like, uh, yeah. Indie rock music or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's super interesting, like beautiful writing. She's just a brilliant songwriter. <laughs> Really, she mm-hmm. really is. The band, the way that they did the guitar, <clears throat> so I was obsessed with this song, and I was trying to figure out what they were doing because mm-hmm. uh, it's like a sound that just swims in your head. And um, I was looking into it, and what they did was they suspended the guitar from the, from the rafters of the studio and they had like cir- like around in a circle below they like put amps and sort of set the amps so that the guitar would start feeding back and then they would tune the guitar to like each chord of the song and then they would just sort of smack it and just let it ring and just <laughs> re- reverberate and feed back and like create this otherworldly sound it's not i mean as a producer it's like it's really compelling it's not a sound i immediately understood which is really rare most of the times i hear a a record or something i know kind of exactly what's happening Mm -hmm. so to hear something where i don't is like really exciting and be like whoa (laughs) i don't know what that is like i don't know how they're making that sound um but yeah it was it's very uh creative um approach really cool really really cool song really cool band i mean that's that's that man yeah, I mean, 
And that's really all we have to say. I was recommended it, and I can't stop listening to him since. So this is like Very a slow. This is like you're dreaming and you're slowly slapped awake. Yeah, that's the type of slapper this is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is not like a part. Like, don't put this on at a party or something. I this is like the type of song I would have put on, put on at a, at a party when I was like a teenager, and then I yeah. would get kicked out of the party. That's kind of what I was was because every time I'd be like Mars Volta, and I'd be like, no, <laughs> classic. Dude. Or I'm not cool enough. Go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you don't have to be cool to know what good music is, bro. Dude, I don't know. I think you were pretty cool in high school, bro. I was definitely not. Um, I think you're pretty cool, bro. <laughs> uh, oh, my man, it's pretty cool in high school, bro. <laughs> You were cool, my man. Well, hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we are Sultans of Slap, and we'll check you out. Or we'll check you out. Jesus Christ. We're going to we'll redo that. We'll check you out thoroughly. We're going to redo that. Uh, well, hey, guys, thank you for tuning in. We are Sultans of Slap, and we'll see you next week. Cheers.